You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 77. Have you ever wondered what affiliate marketing was all about? Who should hire an affiliate marketing firm? Do they find influencers for you? What are the benefits versus other forms of marketing? Today's guest will answer all of your affiliate marketing questions and offer some valuable tips to get you started on the right path. Hi, Rick. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, Marie, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I would love to start by finding out a little bit about you, your background, and what led you to becoming an entrepreneur. So it really was a complete accident, the whole entire thing. I was a new father to, to be, well, yeah, we're at the 10 year anniversary now. My daughter turns 10 on Friday. So I was laid off as a pharmaceutical sales representative in the corporate world. And at the time they, were, they weren't hiring, they were obviously laying off. So I had to figure out how I was going to provide income for the family, given that my wife was going to be out of work for a little while. And we had a, a new life in the world to take care of. So I went online and was just searching ways to make money online. And I stumbled upon affiliate marketing. So what I did a lot of research on it, and I actually built my first affiliate site, which an affiliate site is you build a site around a particular topic or niche, and then you promote products and you get a percentage of the sale when someone buys through your links. So at the time, I was promoting baby strollers, like I was reviewing them, I was going to the store, getting them, reviewing them and taking them back just, just so I can get the reviews. And I was linking them to Amazon. And it actually Took off pretty quickly within uh, within a few weeks. I was making money. It wasn't like earth shattering money, but it was a few hundred dollars. And then it, it turned into something where I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't really what I want to do. And then I started reaching out to actual brands and agencies that run affiliate programs and seeing how it would be to work on that side. This is hundred uh, percent serious. I reached out to an agency, talked to the owner, and just asked her point blank if she would hire me. And uh, she said yes. She was willing to give me a try without any experience in it. And that was 10 years ago. And from there till today, I've been managing affiliate programs for other agencies. But a couple of years ago in October, right before COVID, October of 2019, I uh, went on my own. And from there, I've been managing uh, affiliate programs for for brands on a full-time basis. Well, that's pretty brave. I love that you took the leap into creating your own agency as opposed to working for somebody. How was that transition? It wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be because what it came down to is when working for an agency, you're managing these accounts. I wasn't making the money that I should be for the amount of work I was putting into it. And I saw the owners were were raking in good money. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just as qualified to do this. I've been at the time I was doing it for about seven, eight years. And I just decided to quit, take a few weeks off to figure out what I was doing and start my own agency. And from there, it was just building relationships with brands. I had relationships with affiliates and vendors and things like that. So I wasn't starting fresh, but it was just the concern was that, will I have enough clients to to sustain? And it actually worked out well because of all my connections. They actually helped me out greatly. So it was it was definitely a scary at first telling my wife that, hey, I'm going to be quitting doing this, getting a, getting you get like a certain amount of money every month to unknown amount of money. And, and of course, it's scary, but I had confidence in my, my ability.
40s and knew that it was either now or, or I was going to be working for someone else or else in my life. Exactly, right. Can you explain what having an affiliate program can do for a small business? So affiliate programs are, in my opinion, and, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in the business, but they are probably the best way to acquire customers out of any marketing channel that you have. And the best part about it is it's the least expensive because it's a performance-based marketing channel, meaning that you only pay when there are conversions on your website. So you're not paying thousands of dollars a month in ads, hoping to convert those ads into customers. For an affiliate program for small businesses, the scary part about it is just understanding what it is and how to set it up and how to find affiliates. And that is why I think a lot of small businesses and one-person operations don't start an affiliate program because the education around it is so lacking that they don't even know where to begin and they can't afford to hire someone uh, right away to manage it. So there comes a point where they just start doing the marketing that they're used to. And my goal in doing this and in running an agency and also running an educational arm of my business is to help small businesses, the one person shows, the, the people who think that they need to expand and don't know how to do it through affiliate marketing. That's what I'm here to do is trying to help people understand why affiliate marketing is a no-brainer and shouldn't be as shunned as it is. I think you hit the nail on the head because it seems like the things we're used to are advertising and maybe posting more on social media. And that's kind of what we've been told over and over. But to me, it always seems like affiliate marketing is something that the big companies do. So I love that you're saying that it's something that is attainable even for a small business owner. So as an example, or if you wanted to use a different example, what would that look like for a small business owner if they have a very seasonal product? How would that look to hire you to pair up with affiliates? So the, the way it works is, we'll take your example, the, the the jewelry. So you would need to find a platform to host or house your affiliate program. So what I like to do is for the, the people starting out, the small businesses that don't have the budgets of the big corporations is to start out with like a piece of software. Like there's a couple out there like called Affiliately. There's one called Refersion. What they do is they hook up to your the back end of your store, whether it's Shopify or WooCommerce, whatever you're using, and you can easily integrate an affiliate program into that. So for and for your example is we would determine which one would be best for you. We would sign up. It's a, a minimal monthly fee. They range from like $19 a month to like $50 a month. It, it's not that bad compared to the large affiliate networks where they charge thousands of dollars and then they take a piece of your, your sale as well. So you want to start out small and find a platform that works best for you. But since your business is seasonal, and right now is the busy time. You want to find affiliates that are talking about communions and, and jewelry and, and get them to partner with you, whether it be you may have to send them a sample or they, they may be willing to write a review of your product just based on what they know. So you got to find those, those affiliates. I'm not saying it's easy, but you got to dedicate time to go out there and find the bloggers and, and the influencers to, to partner with because those are going to be your go-to affiliates over time. And some businesses have a busy season, but with affiliate marketing, they can make your busy season all year if, if done correctly and, and if the partnerships are set up properly with, with the affiliates. So setting up the program, finding the, the right affiliates 
not just bringing on people that you think are going to move a lot of product. You want to have them integrate with your brand because what they are is essentially they're a piece of your marketing department. So when people are going out searching for your, for products like yours, the people may assume that they, they have some sort of association with you and that matters. You want to find the, the right partners. And then from there, the affiliate software that we talked about originally tracks everything. It tracks the the sales, the, the commission to be paid, how many clicks that they're sending and it even has reporting for that and it's really uh, not simple but it's not as difficult as it may sound in starting an affiliate program and that's one of the myths I want to debunk and your example is perfect you're a small jewelry retailer and you want to scale and you don't want to spend money on ads affiliate marketing is it because you just need a software or platform need to just dedicate some time to find the uh, appropriate affiliates and then monitor them and companies like mine, we can help you with the setup process in determining what your competitors are doing. Where are they having their affiliate program if they have one? What commission are they paying? A company like mine will help you build a strategy to go out there and, and actually execute and not having to sit there and stress and, and, and read uh, articles online and, and watch videos because that's going to stop you in your tracks and you're going to just shut it down. You're not going to want to move forward because it's just overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. Like everything else, I think having Having that shortcut or having an expert that you can refer to is so helpful. I, I don't charge uh, ridiculous amounts of money either to, to help uh, small businesses because I am a small business and I know how it is to uh, have budgets. So I, I work with brands depending on their size to to help them set up and scale affiliate programs. It seems like you really are getting quality leads. If somebody already has a following in a particular field or they're an influencer and then they show your product or they review your product, it would feel like a more natural fit than just putting um, ads out like crazy, trying to get somebody's attention. So it, it seems like you already have that captive audience and it definitely seems like a quality lead is going to come way as opposed to advertising. That's 100% right because advertising, you can set parameters and like demographics to who you want to target, but will they convert? Will they not convert? How much money are you going to spend? And then it just comes down to ROI where the affiliates, you find a group of either influencers or people that are going to review your product. They're going to, they're going to put some quality content together and it's going to be evergreen for the review piece, at least on the web. It's going to be forever. And, and it's just just uh, the beauty of it is you're paying only when the sale happens. So these reviewers will put your stuff up there. They'll write all of the review, put their affiliate links in the post. And if someone clicks that link and then they buy, then you will pay that person a piece of that sale, but that's it. So the, the risk is extremely low compared to all the other marketing channels out there. That makes a lot of sense. Well, is there an example or a success story that you could share with us? I'll do it in terms of like small businesses and, and setting up an affiliate program and scaling it. So I was working recently with this uh, skincare company. We just launched their affiliate program. We, we set it up on a multiple platforms, uh, an affiliate network and uh, a piece of software because we want to kind of separate influencers from affiliates. So we have two different pieces, but in reality, the one the one would have been enough, but it's just it's what their preference was. So we we set it up and within, and, and I want to make this clear that starting an affiliate program, you're you're not going to see results instantaneously. You're going to, it's going to be over time. You're going to, it's going to take you about two to three months to start seeing results. And I don't want people to get frustrated by that. So with this client in particular, we, we are scaling quickly. We started out in the first 30 days. We had, I believe it was like three or 
for sale. So it wasn't anything groundbreaking, but as the influencers started promoting the product, the reviews started getting published. The sales just uh, went through the roof. In the second month, we were at 20. And then uh, I believe the third month, we were at like 60 or 65. So it just kept going up and up and up. And right now we're just we're just on the lookout for more high quality influencers, review sites for this skincare product. And it's it's something that they're not a large company either. They're, they're a husband and wife. So it's two people. And wow. this can resonate with uh, probably some of your audience that you don't have to be large. You don't have to have a team to do this. You got to just understand how affiliate marketing is going to fit in, understand what is needed. And then if you have the means to hire someone to help you set it up and, and put a strategy together, do it because it could be business changing in a lot of ways for, for a lot of companies, just depending on, on what they sell. And, and what I like to uh, make sure that everyone understands is that affiliate marketing is relationship oriented with everyone involved, especially your affiliates and influencers and partners like that. You have to build relationships with them. You have to take the time to uh, find out what motivates them, what their needs are, how you can best serve them. It may be as simple as one affiliate may, may need this banner size, or they may need uh, video content to promote you. It's finding out what's going to get them to promote you to the highest level. And that's where a lot of businesses fail is they don't take the time to build the relationships with these affiliates. And what happens is the affiliates can go find someone else to partner with. It's not that difficult. They can, they can go out and find another jewelry brand that will be willing to build that relationship and give them what they need to be successful. So 100% relationship driven. When I promote on my LinkedIn, when I do posts, that's pretty much uh, what I hammer home is relationships, relationships, relationships. And without them, you're not going to have a successful program. That makes sense. Especially if, if you've ever been on an influencer's page or just say even on Instagram, it would look really odd if everything that you were sending over didn't fit their style or the type of posts that they're used to putting out there. So what you're saying is that you might have to send something in a different format to a different influencer. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a one size fits all. You may have standard creatives available in like the in the standard sizes that are used widely, but you are going to have to um, create custom uh, creatives, whether it be graphics, videos, even written content for them. What I like to see provided to affiliates is a brand guide, like the style guide, if you have one. And if you don't have one, I recommend creating one. And then that that right there gives the affiliates access to your like your color scheme, how they can and cannot promote your your brand. And it just gives them guidance. And, and it also cuts back the back and forth of asking questions. A lot of the questions they're going to ask are in that guide. And that's, that's one thing I recommend uh, brands, large, small, one person shows is having a brand guide for just marketing in general. If you hire anyone to help you with marketing, it's good to have that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that's absolutely essential. Otherwise, you never know how you'll be represented. In which ways has the industry changed over the past 10 years? Oh, wow. It's it's changed dramatically and it's changing right now as we speak. But when affiliate marketing first, when I first got into it back in 2011, it was more like coupon deal oriented. Those were the affiliates that you really wanted to partner with. And Amazon was was big and they still are big, but they were, they were very, very large and everyone went to Amazon. But now, the evolution is everyone wants to work with high quality content producers, whether that be video, written, influencers, things like that, where, where they're going to create user generated content. 
and have a lot of it be evergreen where it's going to be out there forever so that, for example, the review pages, the SEO, as long as it's done correctly, will be there forever. And I've, I've seen uh, brands work with affiliates and affiliates worked with them six, seven years ago. And that, and that review article is still up there ranking highly. So it's it's evolved from coupon deals to more content-driven, which which I'm all for because the, the content-driven partners or affiliates, they provide the most value and they provide the incremental value, which is new customers time over time. And, that, and that's and that's what you want. You don't want affiliates to be bringing you your existing customers. You want them to be bringing you new customers. And that's and that's where it's at right now. And it, it's changing and technology is really taking over. And there's technology affiliates out there for everything. I'm not even sure you knew this, but for shopping cart abandonment, there's affiliates for that. There's actually paid search affiliates that work on a commission. There's chatbot affiliates on your website that act as affiliates as well. So the evolution is is incredible and it's only going to get more robust over the over the next five, 10 years as well. Okay. Well, what are the different avenues? You mentioned several right now, but what are the different avenues that are most commonly used for affiliates? So the, the coupon deal oriented affiliates, there's cash back. So for example, like Ebates, you know how they give you like like the cash back on when, when you purchase through them. Yes. Uh, Rakuten, similar to that. There's there's email affiliates. So what they do is these these particular affiliates have a significant email list in specific niches, and they for jewelry. Let's say for jewelry, they have a big jewelry uh, audience. They will take your product and blast it out to their email list, and that's all they do. They don't have a website. They don't have anything. That that's just what they do. Paid search. I mentioned that. So instead of paying all this money for ads, the affiliate will take on the risk of purchasing the ads and setting everything up and they only get paid when there's a conversion on your website. That's huge given budgets and things like that. We talked about technology a little bit with like shopping cart abandonment. There are like when you, you know, when you leave a website and it, you, you go to leave and you go to a pop-up shows up saying, Hey, save 10% if, if you stay and buy now. Right. Yeah. Those can turn into affiliates. Like affiliates work on that. Remarketing. So when you go to a website, you click a product and then you, you leave and then you you see the, the product following you wherever you go. Yes. Um, that's remarketing and the affiliates can be behind that too. And just like I said, the, the, the content producers, the review type affiliates, influencers, micro influencers, like the, the 10,000 to 80,000 follower group. So there, there's so many different avenues you can do this. And like a lot of people don't like to call affiliate marketing a channel because what it does, it, it, it encompasses every marketing channel out there in, into one. And it's just, uh, it, it's like no other. It seems to me like there's a lot more influencers now than there was 10 years ago. How does that work? in terms of your services, how does that work into that equation? That's grouped into the uh, recruiting piece of it. So we would go out and try and find affiliates and influencers to partner with. So that, that's, it's like, it's like under one umbrella, but the influencers are different because you got to message them differently. They don't, they don't uh, react the same way to offers that affiliates may. And influencers typically, um, they do work on commission, but they would either want like a product to review or that some of them may want a, a fee up front to do this because it does take time to create content and, and quality content, things like that. But I, I want to make sure that everyone understands that the, the influencers and affiliates, they, they get blurred. They, they, they kind of get lumped together. But 
They are different. Affiliates mostly work on commission. There's some affiliates that require some upfront costs, but for the majority of them, they're performance-based and the influencers may require product or fees or and then commission. So I just want to make sure that's differentiated, but in, in what we do, we, we do it all under, under one umbrella. Okay. Well, in general, I know we kind of touched on this a little bit. Can you explain who would benefit from hiring you and how does having affiliates grow your audience? Well, having an affiliate program set up properly from the beginning is probably the most underrated piece of, of having an affiliate program because you would not believe the amount of times I have to come in to affiliate programs that have been set up already that are running for months that they're just not set up properly. They're not on the right platform. They're not targeting the right affiliates. They're not paying out the right commission. They didn't do any research. So having it set up right the first time is going to save you lots of headaches down the road and any business, uh, whether it's a one person shop to a hundred thousand employee company would benefit from hiring a company like mine, just because it would be done right. And you would be set up for success. And then once it's set up, you can go out and actually focus on recruiting those affiliates you want to partner with. And and instead of focusing on making sure your program's set up right, or is is something not functioning properly, because it's going to just take away from, from what your end, end goal is. And do you also find that it helps to grow your audience once you've hired affiliates? Uh, yes, it, it does. Because the more affiliates you have, the more affiliates you bring on board, the more your brand is going to be out there. And people are going to be like, wow, I keep seeing this brand everywhere. It's like, what, what is it about this? And then they look into it and then they finally make a purchase. And then they may make another purchase. They may tell their friends. So what it comes down to is not finding a ton of affiliates. You don't want to find a thousand affiliates and only have a couple be working well for you. It's all about quality. You want to find the ones that are going to make your brand pop, may expose it to new audiences. And, and yeah, by when you hire or bring on affiliates to promote your product or service, it's going to increase your brand recognition. It's going to also, in terms of recruiting new affiliates, it's going to help because they're going to see you have an affiliate program that people are actually promoting it. People are making money with it and then they're going to want to come and join as well. So it, it works in multiple different ways. That makes so much sense. Can you give me um, a breakdown of what the fee structure looks like and what does a small business owner need to have or bring to the table when they're ready to hire you? I get this question a lot. And also with, with, with me bringing on clients, it's it's so important. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I just address everything. So the fee structure is pretty simple. So what we do is if you want to work with us and we would set up an affiliate program for you, it's a $500 fixed cost. We, we do everything, set it up for 500 bucks. That, that's it. Within that, we develop a strategy for you for the first few months. And then you can either hire us to execute the strategy or you can do it yourself. And I can't give the fee structure for the part about like us actually doing the management because it just varies on the level you want to go at. So that would be a, a conversation to have after we are setting up the affiliate program. And if you think you can do it by yourself, great. And if you want to continue working with us, then we can have the conversation. But 99% of my uh, clients are on customized plans. I don't do anything cookie cutter. So I 
based on their needs. And, and again, I, I don't want to just be throwing out numbers and scaring people or, or having them not understand. So, so basically it's $500 to just set up an affiliate program and it'll be set up ready to roll once we're done. And from the company and brand side, we need them to be involved. Uh, they, they can't just uh, hand things over to us and say, do it, set it up. It doesn't work like that. We don't know your brand as well as you do. And we need you to be there to help us to identify things that we may be overlooking and, or that we might not know. And your involvement from the very beginning is going to give you a real good understanding of how it works. And it, it'll make everything that we're doing upfront and setting it up successful. And then moving forward, it, it may make it easier for you to do it on your own or have someone on your team do it. But I always like to have the either the owners or someone from the company involved because it, it's not really something that you just pay someone to do. You, you need to be involved because it's your brand and your and your livelihood is involved in this as well. To me, the worst part is always when you start a program, you start something new, and then a couple months later, a year later, you have to go back and revamp everything and set it up again because it wasn't done properly. So the idea of paying $500 to have it set up correctly just seems like such a great bargain. Yeah, we have a we have a checklist we go through for every client, whether they're a one-person show or a big corporation. The same checklist items are included for for every affiliate program we set up. It's really beneficial to make sure it's set up properly uh, because, like I said, I I've come into situations where I'm actually shocked that they even have affiliates able to promote the product based on how the program is set up. And and, and at that point, I got to give them the option to either we got to just totally redo this or we got to just try and fix what we can in in stages because it's so bad. So I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, what advice would you have for a small owner or aspiring influencer that's just getting started? I'm going to speak more towards the brand and the the companies. Don't be afraid of affiliate marketing. I I know you may not know much about it or it may be something that you haven't had time to look into yet, but it's not as scary uh, as it may sound. And there are people out there uh, that are willing to help and get you going. What I would say is really research affiliate marketing and make sure you understand how it's going to fit into your business. Because most retailers, in my opinion, there aren't many candidates that are not good fits for affiliate program. It's, it's just a matter of doing it right and understanding it. And, that, and because what it's going to do is it's going to bring new customers and it's going to be most likely the lowest cost marketing activity you're doing. And it's going to probably yield the, the highest ROI once executed and you're fully up and running. So that's that's my advice is just don't be scared of it. Make sure you you understand it and, and make sure you're talking to people about making sure that it's set up properly and that you know what partners you want to work with, affiliates, and make sure you build relationships with them. Yeah. You know, the way I kind of look at it is I'm in a couple of Facebook groups for small business owners and mostly like the handcrafted businesses. And every so often you might have a celebrity that organically goes to an Etsy shop and buy something and they post what they bought on their Instagram account. And then all of a sudden you have that business owner posting so excited because somebody famous purchased their product and is boasting about it on Instagram. And now their shop is exploding. That's kind of how I view the affiliate marketing aspect of things. It almost seems like people already have a following. So you have people that already trust and like this influencer. And now they're sharing your product with their trusted community. And I feel like that's really where the beauty is because that's uh, a perfect fit. It's almost like you were saying, it's one of those leads that is going to be a quality lead. 
need. Exactly. And in the example you just posed, the celebrity did it for free. And they, exactly. they, got, they, they got all that traffic and all that all those sales for free for just having a product that was, it was a quality product that someone famous endorsed. And I'm sure that changed the person's business. Right. Yes, for sure. So I love the idea of having this avenue, especially because advertising feels a little bit less genuine. It just almost feels like you're putting stuff out there and, and we'll see what sticks. So this seems so much more personable. And that's what it is. It's it's the only marketing activity that really lets you build relationships and interact with people and, and, and get to know them on a personal level too. Because I, I a lot of affiliates, I work with them over many different clients and I, I know them. I know their, their families. I know what motivates them, what, what aggravates them, things like that. So I, I got to know them over the years. And that's what it comes down to is just taking the time to, to get to know people and just be human. For sure. Well, is there anything that I forgot to ask that you would like to mention? If anyone's interested in discussing an affiliate program with me, I'd be more than happy to do that. If questions about it or if you're ready, that's that's great too. But uh, yeah, you, you can contact me. I don't know if you're ready for that part. Yet, yeah, yeah. So if you could tell us where we can find and connect with you. You can email me. I read all my emails. It's rick, R-I-C-K, at bear catmedia.com. I'm pretty involved on LinkedIn too. So you can just search for me, Rick McGinnis. And, uh, and yeah, if you have, if there's any questions, gladly answer them. And because I, I want to get people educated on affiliate marketing and, and have them understand that no matter how big the company is, they can, they can have one too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Rick. This was so informational. Oh, my, my pleasure, Maria. I appreciate you having me on. Well, there you have it, my friend, another incredible CEO leveling the field for small business owners. How cool is affiliate marketing? In essence, you're taking an already established audience and introducing them to your products or services. This form of marketing is in reach for everyone, whether small or large. I would definitely take Rick's advice and set aside a portion of your marketing budget for affiliate marketing. Be sure to visit the show notes to find the links to connect with Rick. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 